The evolution is here. That's right, family. Today's thought leader is now officially potent truth. And in this very special relaunch episode, I share with you the importance of honoring your evolution. In this episode, you'll learn why you don't always have to tear things down to evolve the two different forms of evolution and how each of these forms best serve you, why you need to create harmony between force and flow, and what's really needed to honor your evolution. Now, my new book, Potent Leadership, will be released this July 2021. Yes, that is coming up soon. It's so exciting. I like. I can't believe this is actually happening. Uh, everyone on the book waitlist will be gifted, yes, gifted, with three bonus activation audios. Plus, you'll receive the opportunity to receive to win a one-on-one session with me. All you have to do is add your name to the waitlist and do it today. Just head to potentleadership.com. Or you can also text hashtag potent leadership to 1781-336-0160. That link and more will be in the show notes. Now, if you consider yourself to be an awake and aware truth seeker and you want to connect outside of social media, head to rubyframon.com forward slash awake dash aware to get my Awake and Aware weekly emails. You can also join the Awake and Aware community on Telegram, rubyframon.com forward slash Telegram. And alternatively, you can join my phone community where you'll receive weekly text messages from me. You can also text me directly and just fill me in on what you think about the podcast. All you got to do is text hashtag leader to 1781-336-0160. That's 1781-336-0160. Now, whether you are a loyal listener or a brand new listener, I am so grateful that you are here please take a moment right now to download two to three episodes of the podcast and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Every single download rating and review helps to get the potent truth out to more leaders around the world. Now it is time to learn how you can honor your evolution. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, change makers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremont, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. 
Hello, leaders, and welcome to the transition, to the evolution, to what was once known as today's thought leader and is now officially known as potent truth. Uh, I really hope you dig that intro because it was such a joy to record that and The other intro, to be honest, was so outdated. It didn't feel like me at all. And I remember when I had recorded that introduction to today's thought leader and it was just, I was in a completely different state. Um, It never really felt like me. Potent truth, the artwork, the introduction, everything about what this podcast has evolved into now today feels fully aligned with my being, with my essence, with my potency. And that's, that's what I want to talk about today is honoring your evolution. Now, as a collective in our world, we are evolving at a more rapid pace. Timelines are becoming intertwined and mixed up with each other. If, if you're like me and you believe in multiple timelines, uh, there's a lot of different timelines that are running into each other right now, which is why we're seeing so much change in such little perceived linear time. Um, And I think we can all agree that the change was necessary as disruptive and dismantling as things seem right now with the world and with everything that's going on, this was needed. This was necessary because if we want to evolve as a collective into that next stage of humanity, then the current systems needed to crumble. Our current paradigms and belief systems, our internal systems, as well as the external systems needed to crumble. And with that, our own internal evolution, you may be experiencing a more rapid evolution within yourself. Uh, You may be experiencing um, shifts and changes in who you're being and how you're presenting yourself in the work that you're here to do and your purpose and your why and your attachment to things or detachment from things. There's a lot of change that's currently taking place. And it's so, so crucial that we honor this evolution that is taking place within us and also in our external world. Now, what I really want to emphasize is that evolution doesn't have to be so hard or so excruciatingly difficult. We don't always have to tear things down in order to rebuild. And we definitely don't always have to tear things down with a fiery Shakti energy. We don't. Sometimes evolution is really just about letting yourself flow into the next stage of your life, of who you're being, of your potency, Now, I used to be more of a type A personality, and that wasn't that far uh, back. I mean, this was like 2019 and prior. I operated very much in a type A personality, very much in the masculine energy. I was an overachiever and high achiever. Uh, So I overachieved and always achieved what I went after um, with a really rigid schedule and an obsession with control, an obsession with control that ran so deep, I never, ever saw it. But 
up until that point in my life, I would say up until about 2017, it really served me. I was successful in every single career that I've ever had. I was successful in every single job that I've ever had. Um, I was able to create abundance with ease uh, and create opportunities with ease. I mean, I say ease because at the time it felt like ease because I was really pushing and forcing. Um, but that, that way of operating really served me. I used force in every single aspect of my life. And to be honest, when I look back and this is something that I can see now, I didn't see it at the time. Uh, it felt a lot safer to use force than to just flow because force is a form of control. And so right now, just take a moment to reflect on your life and ask yourself, uh, in what ways am I currently using force in my life? And I want you to look at that um, without judgment, simply as a, a way to observe yourself, to reflect. Because as I'm going to continue to share, there is a space for force and there is a space for flow. I believe that both are necessary. Now, things really shifted for me um, in 2019. Now, in, in 2017 is when I started to experience um, the impact of, of stress in my body, creating dis-ease in my systems. And it really all just hit a wall in 2018 uh, to the point where I couldn't work like two weeks out of every month because I had so much anxiety. Uh, my depression was so deep. I had suicidal thoughts. I mean, everything on the outside looked amazing, super successful. Um, my business was doing great. I was running huge three-day, uh, three 100-person events every year in Los Angeles. I always had clients. You know, I was featured on so many different podcasts and platforms. Like things on the outside looked good, but on the inside, I was experiencing a mass amount of dis-ease. And so I turned to plant medicine in 2018 and I started my journey with plant medicines and I was practicing plant prep, sorry, practicing plant medicine locally in, in California. And that took me to a journey in Peru to the Amazon jungle in November, 2019, where I did a 14 day master plant dieta with the Shipibo tribe in a traditional Shipibo way. And the maestro, our teacher there came from a very, very strong line of maestros uh, in Shipibo medicine. And he had prescribed to me two master plants, one of which was called Bobansana and one was called Noyarao. And so I dieted Bobansana and Noyarao along with ayahuasca for 14 days. And I was also dieting everything else. I mean, when you're living in the jungle, you're living in the jungle. I was living in a bare bones, um, bamboo tombo on stilts, sleeping on a moldy, moldy, old, decrepit, single mattress, um, with a mosquito net bed sheet and, is surrounded by bugs and snakes and all sorts of things every single day, peeing in a bucket in the middle of the night. Like it, there was just a lot that was coming at me all at once that was taking me out of my comfort zone in the harshest ways. 
but I needed that. I needed that to shake up this type A personality. I needed that to shake up this addiction to force, to control, because in the jungle, you can't control shit. You know, I had no control over my environment. The environment was, uh, I mean, the environment was so different and it completely shattered the illusion of comfort for me. So while I was there dieting these incredible, beautiful plants in the Shipibo way, my internal matrix began to crumble. And I started to recognize all of the illusions in my life. Um, the illusions of the belief systems that I was carrying. Like you have to work hard to get what you want. You have to show up everywhere in order to be recognized or feel significant. Uh, you have to use force to get what you want. There were so many different belief systems that were coming up for me that were not actually serving me in the jungle. Um, There's the illusion of the life that I was creating. Uh, so I started to see for the first time, like this life that I was creating for myself, um, the, you know, the fame, the, the, the fame, the recognition. And I started to see the illusion of that. Is that what I really wanted? Did I want the fame? Did I want the platform? Did I want the recognition? Did I want all the follows? Did I want all the likes? Did I want all the views? Did I want all the people in the seats at my event? What was it that I really wanted? And I also started seeing the illusion with that, the illusion of my why and my purpose. You know, why am I doing all of this? Why am I doing this work? Why am I helping people? Why am I working as a coach? Why am I doing, doing these events and leading retreats? And, and why? And as those illusions began to crumble, as I began to see through those illusions, I then also gained the sight to see what it was that I truly wanted. I then gained the sight to see the belief systems that I truly wanted to adopt that felt innately not aligned with who I am as a, as a, as a soul. I started to see the life that I really wanted to create. I started to see the why and my purpose. I started to recognize that it wasn't the fame or the fortune or the platforms that I really wanted. I just wanted to feel as if I was significant and I believe that this is something that all of us are chasing. I also started to see how force wasn't really supporting me. And I write about this in the book and in one specific chapter, but I'll share a little bit about this story here and then just let you get the book to read the rest of the story. But there was one specific night in ceremony. And if you know anything about ayahuasca, you know that it um, causes intense purging. You can purge out of both ends too. So it's either vomiting or diarrhea, sometimes both. Um, I tend to purge through the bottom end. Uh, but I remember this one specific night in the jungle and I felt like I really had to purge. I felt like I really had to vomit. I was so, so nauseous and the nausea was excruciatingly painful. Like I had a pain in my gut. And up until this point in my life, I felt like I was someone who just really didn't like to ask for help. And I remember being in that ceremony and it got to a point where I was, uh, I, it felt like I was clawing the wood on the bottom of the maloka where we were sitting because I was in so much pain and so frustrated and I was crying and I finally yelled out help. And my guide came and took me outside and just feeling the fresh air on my body and in my lungs felt so good. 
And then I remember trying to force myself to purge. So there I was forcing myself to purge outside and nothing was coming out, nothing at all. And I did this a few times and I was so exhausted. I fell to the ground and he said to me, what if you weren't to force anything to happen? And I sat there on on the ground in the dark with the stars above our heads. And I thought to myself, what if I just didn't force? What if I didn't try and force the purge to come out? What if I didn't try and force myself to feel better in this moment? Because that's all I desperately wanted to do was feel better. So let me force myself to feel better. Let me force something to happen so I can feel better. Let me force myself to do something so I can feel better. And I allowed myself to drop into the idea of not forcing. Eventually he brought me back inside and I laid down and I just did breath work on my mat for the rest of the night. And the pain subsided. The knot in my stomach went away. The nausea dissipated and I felt better. And I remember waking up in the morning feeling like, oh my God, what just happened? Like that was a torturous night of ceremony. But also how beautiful was it to just be with the pain and not try to force myself to do anything or force the situation to be different and how that in itself allowed me to flow into the next stage of that ceremony. So that's really when I uncovered um, the two forms of evolution. And the two forms of evolution are we have forced evolution and we have flow evolution. And up until that point in my life, that point, November, 2019 in the jungle, up until that point in my life, I had been operating mostly on forced evolution. Now forced evolution is when either something happens to us, which forces us into an evolved state. So maybe you get hurt and that forces you to evolve into something. And the the hurt could be like physical, mental, emotional, or something tragic happens in your life or to people around you. And that forces you to an evolved state. Um, This can also happen when we force something to happen in order to push us into an evolved state. So we force a change to happen. We force um, something in our life to break down in order to get us to evolve. And a lot of times when we're in a state of forced evolution, we are creating change to honor our self-preservation, to preserve our ego, to preserve our sense of self, our sense of I, or to preserve life in itself, to keep ourselves safe, to keep ourselves alive. Now, flow evolution, this is when we allow our evolution to occur naturally. And this is how Pachamama Mother Earth, Gaia, this is how she operates. You know, everything that we see around us in nature is operating on flow evolution. If you look at the trees, you know, we have this beautiful red oak on our property. We have a couple and it's my favorite tree to look at during all the different seasons because she starts off green and then slowly as it becomes the fall and she becomes her leaves turn into these bright red fiery leaves and then the winter, the fall of the leaves shed. And then the spring, the buds come and, you know, that is flow evolution. There's no force. The tree, she doesn't have to do anything to force her leaves to change color. It's just flowing. And 
what's important to understand is that there's a, a place for both forms of evolution in our lives. Um, but we need to create harmony between the two. And this is what I've learned. See too much forced evolution can lead you off path and into a state of dis-ease within your system because you're constantly forcing things to happen. You're constantly trying to control things to happen. You might be using too much Shakti energy, uh, which can leave you feeling resentful or hateful or regretful towards other stages in your life. But then too much flow evolution can also hold you back from entering the next stage of your life when you're ready. You may, if you're operating too much in flow evolution, you may find yourself always waiting for things to happen for you instead of creating opportunities for those things to happen. Now, I am right now still learning to create harmony between the two forms of evolution. Um, for example, the podcast name change. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, since year one, you have been on this evolutionary journey with me. And perhaps you didn't really even notice the shifts from the first 10 episodes to the last 10 episodes, but there has been a shift. It's just been subtle because the shift has been flowing and it's been a flow evolution um, that has been in alignment with the evolution of, of who I am in this world, of who I'm being, of my potency. The forced evolution piece to this podcast shift is the name. I am choosing to change the name. I chose to change the name to Potent Truth to encapsulate what I believe this podcast has now become. So that's an example of using both. And I'm still learning how to use both in, in my business because things are also evolving in my business. And some of it is really just name changes here and there um, to honor the evolution, the flowed evolution of my work. And some of it is really forcing myself to step into and claim the evolution. So both forms of evolution are necessary. It's about learning how to create harmony between the two learning how to create harmony between forced evolution and flow evolution. All I know for certain right now is that it's important to honor evolution and to hold deep reverence for every stage of our lives. This is about learning to love every single stage of your evolution this is about learning to appreciate every phase of your growth, the good, the bad, the downright ugly. It's about learning to be fully grateful for every single version of your being, every single version of your identity, knowing that all of this has served you to be who you are today. Today's Thought Leader podcast had such an incredible run, a uh, three and a half year run, to, <laughs> which feels like a lot in the world of podcasting. I've learned so much. I've shifted so much. I've evolved so much, which is why it's time to evolve the podcast name so I can really honor this stage of my potency, this stage of my evolution, and this stage of my work. So for those of you 
if you're listening and you've been here since the beginning, wow, like, thank you so much for being here, for listening since day one. And if you came in some point after that, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to turn this podcast on and to tune in and to listen and to be part of this evolutionary process. I am so deeply grateful for you, for being here, for seeing me. So with all of that being said, I encourage you to honor your evolution. I encourage you to look at all the ways in which you are operating on forced evolution and on flow and look for opportunities to create more harmony between the two. So you can really hold deep reverence for your evolution and who you're being in this world. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Potent Truth, where I am taking you on a journey to challenge the illusion and lead with sovereignty. Please, please, please do this for me. It would help me out so much. Download a few episodes of the podcast right now. I highly recommend just downloading two or three and then drop a rating and review on iTunes. Help me get the potent truth out to more leaders around the world. And if you want to stay in touch, all you have to do is text hashtag leader to one seven eight one. 336-0160. And yes, you will be texting directly with me. The first text message you'll receive from me is automated, just asking you to add yourself to my address book. But from there on out, you'll be texting directly with me. And don't forget, this is huge and it's coming up so soon. Don't forget to get on the wait list for my upcoming book, Potent Leadership. By getting on the wait list, you will gain access to three bonus activation audios, which are going to be so, so good. And you'll be entered to win a one-on-one session with me. The link to get on the book wait list is potentleadership.com. And then finally, let's connect on social media. My favorite places to hang out are Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at I am Ruby. Make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of Potent Truth with someone who I consider one of the greatest leaders in the health and wellness space today. So get ready because that episode is going to be so, so good. Um, Thank you again for being on this journey with me. Thank you for honoring this evolution with me. Thank you for being part of Potent Truth. And I will see you back here next week.